Welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go Pack Go. Tennessee, LaFleur took a L to his old team. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. Green Bay season is on the line, falling 27-17 against the Titans at home at Lambeau. It did not go how we wanted it to. Packers fans, we're going to dive into what happened. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Ikestead. I'm your host, and the Green Bay Packers fell 27-17 to against the Tennessee Titans on Thursday night football at Lambeau Field. There was snow. There was 12 out there, but things did not bounce the Packers' way. So we have a show today to recap that. We're going to be talking about the roster and the coaching staff, what moves should be made, what moves need to be made, and we're going to preview the next upcoming game which actually is 10 days away so we're gonna have another pot in between then so you're getting a double special this week Packers fans thank you for tuning in from the over 100 plus countries we really appreciate all the support I'm joined by my co-host KJ the co-founder KJ how you doing today what's going on Packers fans it's tough it's tough out here you know Packers took an L last night and today everyone's just trying to bounce back because That was a big one. You know, the season is officially on life support. It's not dead yet. There's still, you know, small percentage chance we can pull a rabbit out the hat and make a miracle out of this season. But it's not looking good. And it's just very disappointing that, you know, you, you try and just give the Packers the benefit of every doubt. And they just never really repay your faith in them. You know, like, I'm not saying never, but this team certainly didn't you know uh rudy ford thought he had a great game you know made plays again is like a you know random guy who ends up on the team and he's he's making impact plays uh 12 you know could he have played better for sure but i mean the receivers aren't doing him much favor at the exception of christian watson uh, i have thoughts on that you know matt lafleur it's <laughs> i mean he's lucky he's in, in in a friendly place in wisconsin because if this was new york man he'd already be run out of town uh, that's all i have to say about that let's get into it thanks for having me packers fans it's just important to have these discussions uh yeah let's talk pack yep packers fans where i want to start is you know the Packers came out flat, right? Four, down 14 to 6 at half, but they actually had pretty good possessions. And then it was the second half where they were unable to catch up to Tennessee. Again, they're playing that catch up effect. Aaron Rodgers finished 24 of 39, 227 yards, two touchdowns passing, took one sack. And that's just too many passing attempts. Aaron Jones on the flip side, 12 carries. A.J. Dillon, 6 carries. Man. Yes, Aaron Jones fumbled, but, you know, the Packers got away from, again, what worked so well for him. And, you know, a lot of that cage is allowing Tennessee to put up 27 points on the board. When you're making turnovers, when you're punting the ball, when you're turning it over on downs, Tennessee didn't need really that great of offense. You know, Derrick Henry, 28 carries for 87 yards. That's what you hope for when you when you face King Henry. Tannehill, letting him kind of have a good game really hurts. The secondary had to play better. Tannehill finished 22 of 27, 333 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And, you know, what I have to think about is, Packers fans, when we got back from Greece, right, you know, you take two and a half weeks off, you come back, and... 
one of the first things you might do is you might clean your house, right? Because you got dust, you got things all scattered, clothes. And that's what I did. And the Packers might need a clean house here, KJ. I'm, I'm kind yep. of looking at the coaching staff, and I don't understand a reason why they're, they're not here. fired already. No, I really it, don't. You know, at least one person needs to be gone this well, week. Well, What's here's your thoughts on that? I mean, straight up, man. You know, I think LaFleur is not the guy. I think Joe Barry is not the guy. And I'm actually uh, – I've made up my mind. I don't know if Brian Gutenkunz is an adequate GM for – you know, frankly, just blowing these drafts year after year after year. Uh, Matt LaFleur, I mean, what do you say, right? Like, let's talk about it objectively. He's a nice guy. He hired a defensive coordinator who went 0-16. But his job as a role of a head coach and every single head coach, no matter what the sport, is basically – you know, like everything, right? Like Don't everything go four, with Aaron Rodgers. Everything <laughs> besides putting the team together, you know, which is like Brian Gutenkun's job. And if you look at that responsibility, that's like if you're CEO of a company and then you have all these problems in like the shipping and receiving department. You have all these problems in your accounting department. You have all these problems in your sales department. You have these problems in your R and D department. You know, you have these problems. Uh, in the legal department, right? Like, there's problems in every single faction of the Green Bay Packers right now. And so it's not like an Aaron Rodgers miracle game or like a Aaron Jones miracle game or like a, you know, Rudy Ford miracle game will save the Packers at this point. It's got to be the guys in charge of the main responsibilities. You know, like the GM. you got to get draft picks who don't bust city year after year after year. You know, Matt LaFleur, you got to be freaking less nice because your niceness is taking causing us to take a lot of l's and have a lot of problems it's be not exacerbated no exactly but it's causing a lot of our problems to be exacerbated in 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 these small cracks and these cracks get bigger and bigger next thing you know the entire foundation's crumbling it's like if matt lafleur was a bill belichick you know and, and he's not even in the same league with bill belichick and i know the personalities are different but just bear with me for a second bill belichick if he saw something that wasn't right He'd, he'd go right up to his coach, he'd go right up to that player, and he'd say it with a with a flat expression. He'd be like, do this instead. Switch this. If you're doing it wrong, try this. And then he would correct that problem so it wouldn't just get worse and worse and snowball and snowball and continue to become an even bigger problem. Matt LaFleur is probably like, eh, you know, I'm just going to hope he does it better next time. It's like even, even this week in his pressers, he's like, look, you're only as good as your last game. Well, I'm glad you're acknowledging it because, you know, six out of your seven last games have been trash, Matt LaFleur. And... You know it's he's not got pretty good. <laughs> he, he's just not going to win us a Super Bowor. Matt no, LaFleur is not going to win us a Super Bowl. If you if you ask yourself, will Matt Lafleur win us a Super Bowl? I'm living in La La Land. Be, be really honest. Be really honest because like, what has he shown that can win you a Super Bowl? You know who won a Super Bowl? Sean Payton. You know who I wouldn't mind seeing coach up this offense? Sean Payton. You know, like you know, is another great guy who won a Super Bowl. The Chiefs' offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, or whatever his name is. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing him coach our offense because 17 points again at home with 12. I mean, just garbage, man. You know, like how are Packers fans going to defend this? It's like this last week, Packers fans were honestly trying to defend Amari Rodgers and say it was not the right move for him being released or it's somehow the Packers' fault. It's like this man had more fumbles than the rest of the league. You know, it's like... No one here was at born yesterday. You gotta like, want, yeah, no, it's you not at some point, man. It's like it's like you either you're either serious or you're a pretender. You're a jokester, and the serious franchises 
are good every year. You look at the Bills. They're serious. If they take an L, Josh Allen says it's hard to, it's hard to win when your quarterback plays bad. Or, yeah, everyone in this room, you know, if you show me uh, – he basically had that quote about I was saying, like, any winner is not happy with losing. You know, and he like said that and like the Packers wouldn't dare utter those words in their locker room because it's so fragile. It might collapse, you know, and then oh, yeah. there's guys like the Chiefs, right? Like you, the Patriots were the model for so many years. But obviously Tom Brady's in the in the Buccaneers and even they're writing the ship. Right. Like, what does it say? The, all those problems. I guarantee whatever the problems the Packers had, you know, going through the FTX scandal and getting sued by that, losing your wife. That's way worse. And Tom Brady isn't being a little you know what about it. He's being a man, and he's owning up, and he's starting to win football games. We'll see how that ha- we'll see how that unfolds. We'll check back later. But the Patriots were the model organization of just doing things right, you know, correcting mistakes, having great foundations, not using excuses when they did mess up. And then now it's like you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, same deal. You look at the, the Buffalo Bills, same deal. These franchises are good year in and year out, and they're going to be good for a while. Because they're just on a different level in everything they do from a team identity standpoint. This team is like, you know, it's like the C team, and they make all these catastrophic mistakes. And, and instead of just correcting them and actually trying to, to fix them or, pre- God forbid, prevent them in the first place, they're saying, oh, they're just kids. Let them have some fun. It's like, no, they're not kids. They're making 50 mil a year. They're making 20 mil a year. The cheapest paid guy on that team is making like 500, 600, 700 K a year. How does that feel, Packers fans, knowing that we're in a great, you know, we're in a pretty tough economic environment right now? You know, a lot of people are, are having a, a much more difficult time than they have in years past. And we're supposed to feel sorry for these athletes who make these mistakes week in and week out and they're getting paid millions of dollars. No, you're able to hold them accountable. And frankly, that's why Ike Packers exist, because the, the, cha- the standard is a championship, right? Like we're looking for excellence. We're not looking for rebuilding years you know you know if we have to rebuild we got to rebuild because we frankly let it get to this point but we're looking what is going to bring the green bay packers a super bowl is it not a player's coach it's not Not a player's no man a player's coach could it just ain't matt lafleur a defensive coordinator could it just isn't joe barry a gm could man gutenkunz is looking every year man it looks worse and worse but uh, Since day one this season, Cage, every single player in the Lafleur era has been doing their own thing because Lafleur was have. afraid to hold Aaron Rodgers accountable in the offseason, afraid to make him show up, afraid to call him out for it. And so every player is saying, hey, I'm just going to follow have to do our leader. I don't have to do this. I can wear all these chains to the game. I can dress looking crazy. I mean, it's like every aspect all season, Cage, the, the details, the sitting out all preseason, the getting blown out week one week one back to back years like and you know what else it's just so frustrating because matt lafleur isn't the guy he's not the guy i said it at the end of last year's playoff and i've been you know trying to you know hold it down because you know i'm optimistic and i want to give him a shot but at this cause of all these problems a lot of love could be doing just as good as aaron Rodgers. he could be four and seven with this squad if not better if he had started the entire year and it's true i have to blame for that goot lafleur and of course joel barry needs his you know what out of town because that was just pure moronic it's like yeah, I'll hire the guy that like robbed my company blind, you know, or like went 0 and 16. It's like it's Packers just... fans. This is like going into a restaurant, right? And not just any restaurant, but one of the restaurants that's 
worst in the history and saying, I'm going to hire that chef. Yeah, I think he's cooking up something good in that kitchen. And you, and see, bringing it, you it. see it. He's playing prevent defense cage on third and short. This it's, guy has no clue. It's a Shakespearean tragedy, man. It, it really is. And, and you know what's one of those things I just wanted to add to, to the, the problem with the overall Packers culture right now, Packers fans? It's like, you know, it's not like this is like every single member of the team, but, but you're seeing this. And I'll give you two direct examples. Kylan Hill, Amari Rogers. You know what their favorite activity was? It was posting drip to Instagram. You know, they didn't really seem like football was their number one. They were just more more concerned about getting that that bonus, you know, buying some designer, throwing up a pick. They didn't care how many times they fumbled. They didn't care they fumbled more times than anyone in the league. Like, they didn't care about supporting their teammates as, you know, the organization took some blatant shots at Kylan Hill. Like, why is he being released? Why is he being released? I don't know. Maybe if you look, take one look at what the guy's actual priorities are, it's clearly not football. It's drip. It's fame. You know, and it's like God knows what else, right? And that's on the new draft picks, right? Like, what about the guys who have actually gotten paid? What about the guys with an actual big deal? You know, what about Rodgers, right? Like, 50 million bucks. I mean, like, you might as well put something. Horrible. It's just like, and this brings even to a grander conversation, like, uh, Kyler Murray, right? Like everyone tried to make a huge deal because the Arizona Cardinals put a clause in his contract that said, you know, have to perform like X amount of hours studying outside of like, you know, the organizational facility each week. And everyone was like, oh, that's so insulting. That's so insulting. It's like Kyler Murray. They're just they're they're paying him a quarter billion dollars. Like that's called doing your diligence and protecting yourself like someone with a noggin and a brain in their head would actually do and you know the the media mob they they made him take out the language kyler murray's really you know not the guy i I don't think he's ever going to win a super bowl his priorities aren't football like he's not a leader you know i could go off on that but this is a packers podcast it's like this is something very real that that teams all over are going to have to combat and organizations all over going to have to combat it's like how do you get players who actually want to play football and prioritize football because that's like step one, honestly. Like you have well, to be how do you... pulling in the same direction. Your goal, you have to pull towards a shared goal. Like one guy's goal can't be, oh, I want to get, you know, a thousand likes on Instagram and, and uh, you know, get this piece of Louis Vuitton or whatever and get this bag and it's then take a cool pose and then maybe, as much maybe as you meet wanna... a girl or something. It's like, go for Hold it, man. On. It's got to be as winning much as a Super Bowl. That's it. Young guys. LeFleur has been unable to motivate his stars. Okay, why is Quay Walker the top guy in the defensive sheet? Why is Chris Barnes the top second guy on the defensive sheet? Razul Douglas, Adrian Amos. These are junkyard players by my standards. Rudy Ford, right? It's like Aaron Rodgers underperformed. Matt LeFleur. Now it's coming out that, hey, Rodgers' thumb might be broken. Well, it's like dipshit. Why are you starting a quarterback with a broken thumb when you got Jordan Love right behind him? It's like, dude, I can't even I can't even comprehend it that the excuses they're trying to pull right now. Well, it's, it's because Island it's, Hill, you know, broken thumb, you know, David Bakhtiari, you know, it's like every step of the way. They're just excuse making. It's an organization excuse of excuses. Excuse right now. making. It's and like, dude, you've got way more talent than that Tennessee team. It's true. It's way true. more. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Super Bowl. You're telling me that. You let Ryan Tannehill put your season on life support. It's not just just Ryan Tannehill who put him on life support. Zach Wilson, you know, the Uh, guy from Washington. You know, it's 
it's just the laundry list has gotten too Daniel long. Jones, Packers fans, yeah. how can you I'm ready this? to cut the cord? I'm ready to cut the cord with the coaching staff as well. I'm ready to cut the cord to clean with GM. Yeah, and it's honestly like, man. I mean, well, here's like, the, why well, would you keep him? Let's talk the other side, right? Just say, say you're 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 Mark Murphy right now, and you you're like, Continuity. okay, you, you obviously got a ton of heat. You, continuity, maybe continuity, right? Maybe, maybe the, the the contract. Oh, it's not like the Packers can't print money whenever they want to. You know, like Packers are Kate, so much money. Football teams. I was talking to an Italian the other day. They fire five coaches in five years, and they're still paying all of their coaching salaries. But they don't care. They do not care because well, these they organizations winning, are man. raking in money. Winning yeah. means more money than a coach's salary. It's true. It's true. If you if you think about the TV media eyeballs, like the Packers, you posted that graphic or that tweet about how the Packers have had three of the most watched games this entire season. Like if the Packers are are in a playoff game, that media revenue will pay for whatever you need it to pay for. You know, it'll pay for a coach. It'll pay for. You know, like a signing bonus. You know, it's like obviously, you know, it's a little bit more complex than that. But the Packers and any NFL franchise aren't really hurting for money, especially with these TV deals, especially with these salaries. I mean, look at how much money Aaron Rodgers is making. Look at how much money David Bakhtiari is making. Look at how much money, uh, you know, Jared Alexander's making. I mean, it's just. And then you have a lot of players who just haven't gotten any better. And that's also a. a you know, something you could ask the coaching staff about, too. It's like Alan Lazard. Why is it that he's completely, like, disappeared this season? You know, and honestly, fumbled the bag when we needed him to secure the bag. Honestly, like, multiple times this season. A.J. Dillon. I thought we were going to see a 1,000-yard back this year. You know, he's talking about 3,000 yards before the season, him and Aaron Jones. It's like, bro. Uh, man, I mean, it's He's got 13 yards yesterday. I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is to keep LaFleur. I think a lot of the women find him attractive, which, you know, okay, there's going to be that, right? But what about football-wise, right? What does he do? Does he elevate the play of his, <laughs> his rookies? Not really. Does he elevate the play of, his, of the Second offense? Second-year guys? Not Where really. Are they? <laughs> we, you know, offense is pretty feeble. Does he help out on the defensive side? No. <laughs> you know, our defense has got its problems. <laughs> is he a great game manager? Absolutely not. He's pretty awful at that. You know what? The, what is he good at, Packers fans? You, if you, if you're a Lafleur defender, which it, that's okay, yeah, he's good at playing Madden with a 99 QB and a 99 receiver. That's maybe, what he maybe, did for maybe, three years. Maybe, okay? but like, if you are like, this is a place where everyone is welcome with their take. Like, no matter what your take is, it's welcome here. You know, if you're a Lafleur fan or, or defender, let's say, and you think he should be bad, right in, right, right in, in why? Let's hear it. Because we're actually open to your reasons. Like, why does Matt Lafleur? seem to you like the guy to lead this franchise to greatness because to me it's not him man i i'd I pick up the phone and i'd try and get a hold of sean payton well okay really would he it's only gonna get worse because I, I i almost fired this tweet off earlier but i couldn't even do it because it's so bleak packers fans i'm looking at the schedule now now that the packers have lost to tennessee right this tennessee game as kj mentioned was a massive momentum game right packers all week was fired up we could feel packers the energy nation it was, was alive. awesome I was loving it. It was electric. You were loving it. It was electric. And a letdown on Thursday night, kind of like you said, putting the season on life support. And who do the Packers have to play next? Oh, they've got the Eagles. Yeah, that's that's really who you want to see with Ndamukong Sue just signing to their roster. Then you got the Bears. Then you got the Rams. Then you got the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill. 
Jalen Waddle. How are we going to cover these guys if we can't cover these rookies on Tennessee? You know, then you got the Vikings and then the Lions who actually beat the Packers this year. And it's a fireball offense. The only hope and prayer people have. It's like you, it's like you put all your money in roulette, right? You're at the roulette table and you've got all these chips and you're like, how can the Packers save this season? You have no idea what you're doing, but you just put it on that number 12. Because that that's literally the only shot the Packers have. You got a one in thirty five percent chance. <laughs> you know, like it's you got like two point seven percent chance of pulling something together here if it just lands on twelve. And uh, many times <laughs> I just those, don't see it this year, Kate. Well, many either. many, many you know? times those of you oh, at, at the roulette table or the blackjack table or the Texas Hold'em poker table, whatever it might be. Unfortunately, that number just isn't yours sometimes when, it, when it, <laughs> the, the ball stops rolling, you know, and, and the card comes out in the in the river, you know, the river card comes out in poker and stuff like that. You got to swallow so, your pride. You're like, well, <laughs> bet big on 12 in his contract, you know, big cap penalties, like mortgage my house, took it all to the casino, blew it all in roulette. Wife's going to kill me. <laughs> like, 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 I might be out of a job tomorrow. Guggenkuhn's you know? kind of did that. You know, he's like, yeah. like Packers Nation's going to be upset here. Um, maybe he can somehow reconcile, but I don't see it, man. You know, I, I think, I think if, I, if I were to, if I were to take a step back, right, Packers fans, if I were to take a step back and like analyze the, the trend and maybe the underlying thing here, it's just like we we were okay with mediocrity and okay with mistakes and okay with messing up and that attitude just permeated in this franchise and and now we're just an okay football team at best, right? Like we're four and seven, we're three and three at home, we're one and four on the road. You know, it's we win one game, we lose multiple in a row. We win one game, we lose again. You know, it's just if if you operate the right way. And you, you correct your mistakes, you analyze your mistakes, you, you get out ahead of them, you prevent them, you, you motivate correctly, you, you game plan correctly. The worst team can beat the best. You know, it's like it, these guys are all professional football players and just the coaching staff is overmatched. Uh, you know, Stanovich, get him out of here, put him back at O-line coach. Uh, he's probably not going to like a demotion, so you might have to just find a new guy um, realistically. It's just not good enough all around, man. Like this team operated like a four and seventeen. Like they did not operate like a seven and one, eight and one team. And no. that's just simple, Pakistan's. Like if you if you think the Pakistan franchise is operating like a playoff team right now, oh man, it's just Kids, not the case. They got it's so the many case. wins too, just by a narrow, narrow margin. You know, it's not like well, the just, Packers were like even, lighting them up. You know, even another example is like Mike Vrabel came into the road. And out coach the floor. Like, think about those calls he made uh, on the goal oh. line, those trick plays. Like, where is that for the Packers? The Packers do a spin around, jump throw to box <laughs> the yard. left tackle. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Yeah, it gets worse just, and worse. It gets worse and worse. It's, it's indefensible. It's and, indefensible. And here's, and just here's, another time when LaFleur is out coach. Here's my take. Is it Aaron Rodgers, right? Let, let's focus on this because a lot of people are pointing at Aaron Rodgers right now. Is it Bro, it's Aaron for Rodgers? sure some of Aaron Rodgers. And I know it's for sure some of it. But if the broken thumb rumors are true and Rodgers actually has been playing with a broken thumb, then the hypothesis you made on the podcast is 100% clear. He owns this locker room. He owns this coaching staff. He might even own the GM in some type of detail that we don't even know about Packers fans. And I think 
if you're Mark Murphy and you're looking at the four or five dominoes here, you're looking at Goot, you're looking at Lafleur, you're looking at Joe Barry, you're looking at Stenovich, you're looking at Rogers. Which of those five cage do you knock knock the chess piece over on? I think I Barry's gone for sure. You tell Lafleur you got to fire Barry, bro. It's not if you like, don't fire I don't, Lafleur. As I well. don't feel comfortable singling out Joe Barry because as bad as you know the defense has been at times. This offense has been even worse, man. I know. You, know, you like, got to get like, rid of dude, LeFleur. If it you're getting rid of Barry, like, LeFleur's got to go. let him take yeah. his staff with him, yeah. right? Yeah, like, LeFleur's got to go. And, yeah. and it's like, I honestly welcome someone to, to, to converse about this. Like, let's let's hear let's an discuss. opposite viewpoint. Yeah, because, like, I'm just not seeing it. And, uh, I mean, it's almost like like you spoke about Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, Aaron Rodgers is a magic man, and he's probably going to be back or retired. We'll see what happens. It's a very interesting uh, storyline. But it's like he he can be even the greatest warrior, right? Like he can be, you know, Achilles in the movie Troy in the, you know, the Trojan War. But he he even needs to like, you know, he can't win the war by himself, right? Like it's that that time in the movie when the the Trojans and Hector are really just beating the Greeks back. Like, you know, they they fended them off from the gates and they attacked him overnight with the fire, the fireballs rolling into the camp. But then, you know, the Greeks were just getting their asses handed to him. And then all of a sudden, Patroclus puts on Achilles' armor and he runs towards the, 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 the Trojan army. And that in itself, like, unites the squad to basically fe- save off the Greeks and, and uh, until Patroclus, unfortunately, gets slashed. Like, maybe that'll happen. But long story short is it was something that united the squad to a salvage, you know, a victory. It could have been a lot worse. They could have been driven into the ocean. They could have been all dead. But... Um, you know, it was a uniting force that brought out something better. And, and like right now, the Packers, like Aaron Rodgers, can't unite the whole squad himself. Like he can do the best he can. He can he can unite the offense, right? But like Lafleur's got to handle top to bottom. There's no there's no unity. There's no unity. There's no, no there's no cohesion. There's no there's minimal chemistry. Um, it's just awful in so many so many departments, man. And it's like th- this is another thing, Packers fans. The Packers are a billion-dollar corporation. Like, that's what Mark Murphy's here to run. And if there's a billion-dollar corporation in the real world and the results are this bad with, like, this many leaks and this many, you know, holes in the Hoover Dam and stuff like that and cracks, you're going to do the, the necessary moves to course correct. Like, you're—you you're, know— You have to. If, if it's one thing where it's, like, a business is making— He's your like, shareholder's cage. Well, exactly. But it's, like, it's one thing if your business is, is, is like, a mom-and-pop shop and it's selling to a local community. It's, like, then you can do whatever you want, right? But if you're a company that's global, as the Packers are, right— you know, fans in all over a hundred countries, season ticket holders in all fifty states, like, and there's billions flowing through, and you have people, you know, owning, like, paying good money to 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 buy tickets to own the stock. You know, even though the stock's worthless, I'm not trying to say like it's worth, you know, controlling interest or whatever. But it's like you have a responsibility of them. There's enough money in this machine to actually take it seriously. You know, it's not like it's your own business and you can kind of run it the way you want to. It's like the the Packers organization is a big enough global business, global brand that it's got to be good. And, and, and so I'm looking at Murphy too, man, like you got to make some moves here. You got to, you got to bring in a new CEO of the team. That, That might be, Matt LaFleur, right? Like, you know, bring in a CEO. That's the coach. You know, bring in bring in a director of this. That's the defensive coordinator. Like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Bring in a new director of personnel, right? Like, that, that might be Brian Gunkun's a replacement for him. It's like moves have to be made in something this big that is not performing well enough 
for the people well, put, spending all this money. Like, like stuff's got to change. Here's my here's my here's a point I want to make. Packers were not completely retooling this roster over the offseason. It's not like the other teams that have three wins. I look at the list here, Cage. You got the Cleveland Browns. They went all in on Deshaun Watson. You know, they've got a backup quarterback. Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't really even have a quarterback. They got Kenny Pickett. You got the Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, two franchises perennially in the dumps. The Las Vegas Raiders, who's their quarterback, right? Derek Carr, you know, who's on the rest of the squad? The Chicago Bears, you know, they've got three wins. Detroit Lions got three wins. You got the L.A. Rams, the one exception, but they won the Super Bowl last year. So it's hard yeah, to really like, be pass. like, you pass. know, whatever. And then you have the Saints and the Panthers who also have no quarterback. This is a Packers team that besides Devontae Adams and MVS pretty much brought back ran it back. They yep. ran it back. We were thinking, hey. We lose a two receivers. We just added all these pieces on defense. We're saying, you know, we'll sacrifice a little on offense to improve the defense. And we still got Aaron Rodgers. We'll be okay, right? That was that was a whole mindset. We've got okay, let's, David Bakhtiari. Let's bring in Christian Watson, right? Like let's, let's five touchdowns in two games. What do, what do you want? What do you want? Five touchdowns yeah. in two games. Not bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. He looks more athletic and, like, already, like, MVS, right? If he is healthy all season, he'd probably be putting yeah, he's like better already numbers than MVS. MVS. Yeah. And, and, and so... It's really just a massive underachievement. It's not like the Packers won the Super Bowl. They flamed out of the first round of the playoffs against the 49ers. It's bad management of a squad that they believed that they would just come in and run it back with. And that, to me, is a sign that it's like Germany in the World Cup. If you remember when Germany tried to run it back last World Cup with the same squad that won it, they got bounced in the round in the group stage, and now yeah, Germany is completely retooled. And the Packers, I think it's just that's the inevitable here, Cage. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners today? Packers fans, Christian Watson, future number one. You know, we might have to do a little giveaway in the future, uh, maybe give away something Christian Watson related. So if you're interested in that, let us know. Um, we'll, we'll certainly consider it, but. He's a bright spot here, right? Like the Packers do have a number one on their roster. That's Christian Watson. Get him on the field. Keep him on the field. He's intelligent. Work with him. Do not let this guy's talent go to waste like you've done with so many draft picks, Brian Gunkunz and Matt LaFleur. Like do not let his talent go to yeah, waste. Man. Make it an emphasis. Like think about the Bucks. The Bucks had a talent in Giannis Antetokounmpo as raw as raw can be. And this is after years of just pissing away other talents. And someone said, look, this is our shot. John Hammond said, this is our one chance to get this small market franchise that everyone wants to move to Las Vegas or Seattle to a championship. It's, this is our one chance. This is Giannis. Do not piss away his talent in terms of neglecting his workouts, neglecting his questions. Spend the extra time. Put in the extra effort. Put spend the, the extra time him. in the gym. It's like the Packers don't do that with Jordan Love and, and Christian Watson, these young defenders. I mean, man, it's even more reason to clean house with the guys. So, so that's my message. Christian Watson is unbelievable. Just like you are unbelievable, Packers fans. You are the best fan base in the world. It was confirmed when we put out those numbers. Uh, oh, in yeah. Terms of the, America's the team, baby. The Packers are America's team, and you are, you know, the fans of America's team. And we're just so grateful to be on this journey with you. We want to thank each and every one of you listening 
listen to the show and i want to challenge everybody um you know use this show as, as a way to reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a while use it as a bridge of, of conversation use it as an icebreaker use it as a, as a uh, you know starter um send this to someone and say like look man these guys they really think it's time to move on from from the coaching staff what do you think someone might have a completely alternate take you know they may have a great uh point of discussion and it may end up in, in you having a great conversation in your life which brings everybody joy so so use this podcast as a bridge um we are going to be doing something for the toy drive this year so just want to put that on everybody's radar keep your eyes open the toy drive is coming up we'll make sure to let everyone know about that we give the toys to every year we raise um you know, basically we collect toys, we collect donations, and we give them all to Children's Hospital, the kids at Children's Hospital in Milwaukee. So right in our backyard, you know, they're going to a cause in Wisconsin. Uh, a lot of times these kids don't have, uh, you know, their parents are drowning in medical bills, so they don't have enough especially money. Especially this year. Especially this year with the economy being challenging. Uh, you know, they don't have any money to buy these kids presents. So if we can provide them, like, a, a toy anything's better than nothing it puts an unbelievable smile on their face uh year one we we delivered uh you know pickup truck worth year two we we delivered uh two fire trucks worth year three was last year we delivered uh, a fleet of teslas worth of toy jo- toys oh yeah go check and out the video all, it's all on video type in welcome to ike on youtube uh all all lowercase no spaces at welcome to ike and you have you can see all three of our toy drive videos from the last three years uh, it's just super pure you know everyone wants to give back but not a lot of people know a good way they can do it that they can trust we give these toys straight to the hospital straight to the toy drive and it's all on video and that's coming up so Packers fans you know there's always going to be hope here we're going to keep it real because it's our duty to you as Packers nation and Packers fans around the world it's our duty to keep it real but there's always going to be optimism there's always going to be hope the pack they're going to win another the Super Bowl. It's just a matter of when. We'll see. We have plenty more to talk about. Alex, bring us home. It's the best franchise in the world for a reason, Cage. Never quit, never settle. Championship aspirations. Packers fans, thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. Please share it with a friend. Tell them to share it on their story. Share it on your story. Whatever you can do to help it us, that would be so great. Five-star reviews are also amazing. Cage, thanks for coming on. We'll be back on Monday for you, Packers fans. And as always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go forever. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go Pack Go.